Spookhouse Podcast, episode 52. I'm Phil. I'm Jason. It's episode 52, Jason. It is. It's a special number. 52 pickup. 52 yeah. cards in a deck. 52 weeks in a year. Uh, DC did the new 52 several years ago. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess you were even working at Books Million back in those days. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and you would have seen some graphic novels from time to time. Yeah. I was never really into those, but. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I know they're a thing. Yeah. Well, 52 episodes, Hell House LLC. It's good to be here yet again. As always. Haven't seen Jason in like 72 hours. Yeah. It's good to see We you. had a, a little bit of a breakneck <laughs> uh, recording schedule for this one. Well, I tell you, yesterday I was thinking, you know who I really miss? Jason. You know, I was thinking, you know who I really don't miss? <laughs> Feel. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be here yet again, but you know, I, we're not in a bad mood, but like shit always happens whenever you're trying to record a podcast. It's been back to back episodes. We've had technical issues. Yeah. Now one thing was kind of a fuck up from our own hour end, but this other, that what happened th- today yeah. was like, God, just yeah. start and work. Yeah. My <laughs> microphone cable was just like, nah, not working. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, I had one listed on eBay, so I went out. <laughs> I should probably delete that listing because it's mine now. <laughs> so thankfully, that saved us a trip to Best Buy. They but anyways, they might even have it. Who knows? Probably not. They're like, yo, we can uh, we can order that for you and have it shipped in five days. Yeah, another trip to Sam Ash for expensive ass XLR cord. Yeah, yeah, that was last week's <laughs> adventure. But, but this is going to be a fun episode. We're going to be happy, be a... snippety snappy. Electronics are good. Everything's gold. Yeah. It's going to be a good episode, I tell you. Um, yeah, see? Yeah, see? <laughs> well, Jason, I know I haven't seen you in you know, like three days, but have you watched anything since I last saw you? I have watched a couple of things. Well, why don't you tell me what they are? So Tubi has like all these Amityville horror movies that mm-hmm. are streaming right now. Mm-hmm. All the shitty ones that, didn't, that went straight to video. Like all of them, not all. Of them. Well, <laughs> I think maybe the well the third one's 3D, so I'm sure it went to theaters. Oh, but yeah. I think everything after that went straight to video, and there's like 15 of those things. Yeah, so I watched a couple of them. Let me tell you, they're not good. <laughs> no way. <laughs> they're all varying degrees of okayish to bad. Uh huh. So I watched, and they don't number any of them, so I probably watched them all out of order. Mm-hmm. But I watch Amityville. It's about time. Oh, that's the tagline? Oh, it's about a clock. 
So you get it. <laughs> Somebody got a clock from the Amityville house, oh. and wouldn't you know it, they didn't know. It's not as bad as the conjuring, the devil made me do it. Dude, that is, they've got to change that. But They're not like, going to. I don't. That is so bad. Every time I see that name brought up on like Bloody Disgusting or something, I chime in. I'm like, change that name. <laughs> <laughs> it's Please. about time you change that subtitle. Yeah, it's about time. Yeah. Well, the devil maybe not go see that one. <laughs> But anyway, yes, it's about a clock that they pick up and they realize it was from the Amityville house. Ooh. And crazy shit starts to happen. Okay. Now, this one's actually not that bad on mm. the scale of, like, shit. I mean, this one's probably the better one that I saw. Shit to not shit? Shit to not shit. This oh. one's kind of like a like a solid shit, but not, <laughs> yeah. you know, like you've been having, you had a good amount of fiber the last couple of days. Okay. <laughs> I gotcha. Uh, the acting was okay. It had a couple of cool effects, but the movie is just, it's direct video, whatever. Sink, sunk straight to the bottom, huh? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so the other one saw was Amityville, The Evil Escapes. Ooh. Okay. Someone that got a lamp this time. Literally, they keep <laughs> reusing this whole <laughs> thing. It was a, a sh- an evil looking lamp. I'm like, okay, nobody in their right mind would buy this Jack Skellington looking lamp. Mm. And put it in their house. What um? What year were both of these? I think this one came out in eighty eight ish, and the other ones came out in like early nineties. I know oh. it's about time was a ninety <laughs> movie. It's a hard to tell with some of these movies because they quit numbering. So I was like, well, I'll just go okay, next one. Yeah, on to the next one. Yeah, and the kid. So was, she sees her dead dad in this lamp, and then of course everybody like there's a cool garbage disposal scene. Okay. Yeah. And it's, but again, this one's worse. Like H2O style? Yeah. But you actually see something in the <laughs> H2O style. Is there a CGI ghost? No, they didn't have money for CGI. <laughs> oh. It was a superimposed ghost over top of the oh, movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I watched A New Generation Amityville. Oh, wow. That one is like straight Generation X trash. Wow. It's like everybody like lives in a studio apartment, and they've mm-hmm. got long hair, and they wear overalls with paint on them. Oh, okay. And they're all artists, and somebody gets a mirror from the Amityville house Oh, that they bought from a hobo. And they live in a sweet downtown Brooklyn loft. Sure. But they make less than minimum wage because they're struggling artists. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Somehow they make it happen. And they're all like trying to suck up to this one guy who's like owns a art installation or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like and they've all got giant like like six by ten paintings in, in their studio apartments so like one that's expensive as shit to just have one of those around and you live in this giant studio apartment bullshit movie apparently i'm 32 and i didn't even realize i'm just complaining about the, the how expensive these apartments are probably <laughs> <laughs> big daddy's the same way it's like the coolest apartment ever. Well, it is true, but at least all of his roommates are lawyers and his dad's a lawyer, so I can kind of understand where that one was coming from. Yeah, sure. You know? Plus, didn't he like, have money because he was run over by a mailman? Oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I can sort of get with that. Now, the friend's house, the apartments, and what, I mean, what Jennifer Anderson's a, a coffee, uh, works huh. at a coffee bar for half of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. I'm calling it. Yes, exactly. Well, Amityville, eh? Yeah. So have you ever seen the original? I have seen it. Yeah. Is it good? It's pretty good. Does it have Josh Brolin's dad in it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. What did you think of the remake in 2005? I remember liking it in 2005. I probably hadn't seen it since 2007 or so. 
Yeah. I thought it was decent. I did too. I mean, when I saw it, but now, again, I haven't seen it in probably at least 10 years, so I don't know if it holds up well or not, you know? Yeah, true. It was in the heart of that remake. Mm-hmm. 2005. Yeah. That was when it was like, what else can we remake? Mm-hmm. As fast as we can possibly go. Yeah. Yeah. Just full steam ahead remakes. But I'm sure it's still better than most of the remakes that came out. Yeah, it's... It's certainly not the worst. No, it certainly is not. But um, it's probably Nightmare on Elm Street. Any of the Hellraiser movies that were <laughs> Halloween. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that one's over there. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? <laughs> Elm Street's probably worse than Halloween. I'm gonna say no. Because at least there's a style. It's a bad style, but at least there's a style to the first to the Halloween remake. Uh, Whereas the Nightmare on Elm Street, sure. I'm saying I'm not saying it's a good style. There's <laughs> there is you can it feels like a, a the director like made this his own. Uh-huh. Or Nightmare on Elm Street just looks like it was made by a CW television show. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, and there are here we go. I'm gonna say something good about <laughs> there works. are good moments yeah. in Rob Zombie's Halloween. There's well, listen to our episode on it. Yeah. I don't want to <laughs> talk about that right now. Nope. Amityville Horror, cool. What else, Jason? So I finally watched Return to Sleepaway Camp, and few movies have made me as mad as this movie has made me. Why is that, Jason? Because everyone is fucking awful. Really? Like, just the most annoying character after every single character in this movie is just awful. The bullies are bullies, and the bullies bully the bullies. Mm -hmm. It's not something of whiny bullies. The entire thing is just awful, awful, awful. I hated it so much. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yes. I know it's kind of rare on VHS. I do know that, but they even come at on VHS? Yeah. Really? I think there's like three of those things, aren't there? Oh, there's three. There's one, two, and three. Yeah. Are rare on VHS. The third one is at least. But uh-huh. this one's the fourth one that came out oh. in like two thousand seven or something. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking the sequel to Sleepaway Camp. Okay. Yeah, so this is the fourth one, but it ignores the other two, and it just gets a direct sequel to the very first Sleepaway Camp movie. It got Halloween 2018. Oh, okay. Before Halloween 2018. Okay. And by the way, last week, um, when I mentioned that's what they should do for Scream, you were like, oh, that, oh, is that what everybody's doing now? Nobody's doing that. Taste Chainsaw Massacre's doing that. When? That's what they said. The next one. To be, be determined. Well, I mean. It wasn't like the remake trend uh-huh. of the mid two thousands. It's nobody's really done that. Like skip all the sequels and continue on with the original story. Yeah, I guess that's true. I think that's just about the only way to breed some fresh. It's the only difference between these. Halloween and Scream <clears throat> is that there's only four Scream movies, but there's how many Halloween movies with how many different continuities with the Halloween movies? Where the, yeah. you, you had to mm-hmm. same thing with. Takes the Chainsaw Massacre. You've got to, because there's so many continuities with that series too. Yeah, Scream could do the same. They could do. The I same. mean, yeah, you could, but bring back Matthew Lillard. <laughs> maybe he had a brother. Mm, yeah, maybe he he had a twin brother. Yeah, there you go. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that would make so many people upset. What? Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A dead brother or a twin brother? What the hell is this all about? Yeah. yeah. So sleepaway camp, uh, whatever. Return to sleepaway camp. Return to sleepaway camp. Got Isaac Hayes. It was the last movie Isaac Hayes was in. Oh wow. Yeah. He's dead, right? Oh yeah, he's real dead. <laughs> Jeez, real dead. <laughs> yeah, he's real dead. Did you watch the South Park episode? That's how they literally that's how yeah, they do in real life too. I do. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's not dead till he poops. And I'm going to make love to children. <laughs> hey, children. <laughs> Inside your rectum. <laughs> oh, man, they did him dirty. Well, he did them dirty. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That was a fun thing. And uh, one more thing I watched. Okay. It's a movie you've been trying to get me to watch for a while. Oh, it's I watched, kind of the theme of our month. It is. I watched Exists on hey, Tubi. Hey, all yeah. right. What'd you think? It's okay. It's, you know, it's as far as Bigfoot movies, it's one of the better ones. I can't really mm-hmm. think of, like Bigfoot, there's a lot of Bigfoot movies. There's not like a, a Jaws of Bigfoot. You know? Right. There's not really like a really good one. I yeah. guess this is probably one of the better ones I've ever seen. But mm-hmm. that being said, it wasn't like amazing, but it was fun, you know. Yeah, it's been a while since I saw it, but. There was sometimes I was like, Maybe get a little bit better Sasquatch suit. Just a little bit better. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember exactly what it looked like. Yeah. I want to rewatch it. I mean, I wouldn't mind doing it for the show sometime. I just don't know exactly when we would uh, kind of fit it into some stuff. Maybe a cryptid month, but then mm-hmm. all kinds of crazy stuff there. Well, we're doing Mothman this month, so yeah. it's going to be that movie and Chupacabra. Three, three garbage movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of sci-fi originals. With cryptids. Oh, I bet there are, but I'm not going to carve out time out of my life to cover them. Well, they're fun. <laughs> they're yeah. fun. Yeah, I know. They're fun to watch. <laughs> not take notes on. Research. Uh, yeah. <laughs> See if you can find a documentary for Pond Shark. Pond Shark. <laughs> now I'm intrigued. So, yeah, that was directed by Eduardo Sanchez, who did Blair Witch Project. It was. It was. Mm-hmm. It was. Did he do any other found footage movies, or is this just those two? I know he's done several movies other than this. Yeah, I'm not totally sure. I remember I actually Googled this, but I forgot what the rest of his filmography was. Because he's done a lot of other movies produced and directed. So, Eduardo Sanchez, he directed one of the episodes of VHS 2, at least. You ever seen VHS? I saw the first one, yeah. Same here. Haven't seen the second. Nah. Um, Lovely Molly, directed by Eduardo Sanchez. 44% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. 5.3 on IMDb. Came out in 2011. Never heard of it. <laughs> Exist was 2014. Yeah, he's done some stuff. Yeah. But I know Willow Creek's supposed to be pretty good, too, for a minute. Bob it's okay. Goldthwait, that one. It's very, very subtle. Like, some would say boring. Oh, okay. I didn't know if yeah. you were like, trying to be like sarcastically. Oh, like, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not bad by any means. It's just, it's not a jump action gotcha. kind of okay. scare mm-hmm. thing. Um, yeah, it wasn't bad by any means. I gotcha. Yeah, we need a good Bigfoot movie. There really isn't, I mean, Harry and the Hendersons. Is that probably like, <laughs> that's probably the most famous, I'm joking, but that's probably the most famous Bigfoot movie. That, or maybe like Boggy Creek or something. Yeah, yeah. That was... Is that found footage? I Legend think of Boggy Creek? I think the first one was. came out like 76. I think, Actually, it was. I think that's one of the first found footage movies. Like I know that and Cannibal Holocaust came out in the 80s. Yeah. The last broadcast came out in like, I think the year before Player Witch Project. I want to say, uh, yeah, like 96 or 97. I don't know. We're going to talk about some found footage later. We will talk about it, Jason? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That footage is getting... Nice and found. Found. Uh-huh. There's some footage. It was lost. It was. People are going to find it. Ooh. And we're going to watch it, and we're going to talk about it. And if it doesn't get found, the employees are just going to go through it, and they're going to take what they want. <laughs> That's right. That's how it works. That's how it works, baby. You lured in retail. Have you ever taken anything from Lost and Found? 
Uh, probably. I don't know. All right. Anyways, I watched a couple of movies too, Jason. All right. What did you watch? I finished The Burning. And? It's great. Nice. I like it a lot more than The Prowler. Really? Yep. Okay. I like how people are having fun and it's all good and they're on the boat and they're swimming out. Oh, and yeah. And all hell breaks loose and everybody gets murdered. I'm yeah, like, that boat scene's awesome. I'm like, yeah, this is my kind of movie. <laughs> Just a total shift in tone. It's good. Yeah. It's a fun summer watch, but definitely. I definitely just found it a lot more better than The Prowler. All That's right. just me. All right. That's mm. fun. You know, 81 had like a lot of good um, one and done slashers. He had like Maniac, mm-hmm. The Prowler, The yeah. Burning. Bloody Valentine came out here too. Yeah. Something in the water. Maybe. I don't know. Everybody realized, like, oh, we can make these cheap slasher yeah. movies and make money from this. Didn't Prom Night come out around there too? Uh, this might be a little 80, bit later. Eighty-one, really? Prom Night was eighty-one. It wasn't a one. And, well, it kind of was a one and done because the sequels had literally nothing to do with the original. Oh uh, well. Anyways, I watched the burning. It was good. All right, go watch it. It's on. Uh, on Shutter, Shutter, or Prime, or it's on Prime. It's usually streaming somewhere. Yes, highly recommend it. And I also watched. We need to talk about Kevin. Have you ever seen this? Wait, is that the one about... It's got a Tilda Sw- Swimmy, Swami, Swanson, Samson. <laughs> What's her last name? Swanton? Tilda Swinton. Oh, I was like, Swanton or Swinton? Swanson. <laughs> Part of the Swanson chicken. <laughs> Tilda Swinton. Yes. Has, it's her. Yes. Her husband is... <laughs> it is her. It is. <laughs> She's married to John C. Riley, uh-huh. and their son is just... <clears throat> like super fucking weird and doesn't he shoot up a school? Uh huh. Okay, yeah, that's right. Okay, it's a good white bummer movie. It's a lot of white people getting you real bummed out. That's I've not seen this movie or read the book, mm-hmm. but I have seen the GIF. The GIF of uh, and there the GIF where the kids like jerking off and she walks in and he just oh, keeps jerking yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that GIF. Okay, I didn't know that was. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's a gifable moment. It's. The internet, bro. What are you going to say? Thanks for not calling it a GIF, by the way, because I would have had to ask you to leave my house. So, <laughs> great segue. <laughs> we need to talk about Kevin. It's kind of a fucked up movie. It's you, After you see it, you're like, all right, I just kind of feel really slightly depressed, and that was a real bummer to watch, and <laughs> nothing good happens at all. Oh, yeah. It's just... It flips back and forth from past to present with uh, Tilda Swinton, like how she's coped with uh, after the tragedy. And it shows her kid when he was younger and all the signs leading up to what happened. Yeah. It's just a real fucking bummer. So what, did that, did my movies last week kind of rub off? And like, let's watch some really I bummer movies. I think so. Yeah. I almost watched Killing of a Sacred Deer. I keep meaning to see that too. Yeah, I don't think I that's hear- quite the bummer that uh, this movie was. Really? But, yeah. I hear it's really good. I need to see that one too. Yeah, I didn't have time to watch it, but if you want to get bummed out, watch. Uh, so, what made you think, decide to watch? I, well, I had seen it once before a while back, and oh. I wanted Alyssa's perspective because she's a school psychologist and gotcha. doesn't deal with all of that, thankfully, but kind of that. Yeah. So, I was like, I, I want your take on this. She wasn't a huge fan. She was like, that was just kind of pointless. I was like, yeah, you're kind of right. I just kind of feel bad. I'm going to take a shower real quick and 
you know. Did you ever watch? Did you watch Three Ninjas? No, I, <laughs> no, I did not. But nice um, little double feature there. With <laughs> we need to talk about Kevin and Three Ninjas. <laughs> we need to talk about Rocky. Rocky loves Emily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's all I watched, Jason. All right, not well, a whole lot. Yeah, well, it's been three days, so it's I can't expect a whole three lot. Three whole yeah. days, but. <laughs> We had a hurricane and everything. Yeah, we had a hurricane. And hurricanes whooped that ass, too. Hey, there you go. Carolina Hurricanes swept the New York Rangers yeah. three games in a row. I was actually watching the second one. I was watching Amityville the Curse, and it was mm. so bad. I had to turn it off, and I was like, oh, it's 12 o'clock. Hockey game's on. That's right. I'm not going to watch this movie ever again. <laughs> the Amityville Curse was garbage. Yeah. But Fuck the Canes that. whooping ass, not garbage. Mm-mm. I enjoyed it. Yes, sir. Well, Jason, I know um, not a whole lot's happened since the last time I saw you, but I'm sure there's got to be some horror news out there. There's been a, a couple tidbits, as All we right. call them a little bit. You know? Hey, take what you can get. Exactly. All right, so let's, uh, let's hear them. So, Paul W.S. Anderson, uh, mainly known for the Resident Evil movies, is executive producing and directing the pilot for a Mimic television series. Ooh, based yeah. on the Guillermo del Toro 1997 movie? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, it's actually that's actually based on a short story that was written by somebody else. But yeah, it's uh, going to be, I guess, probably inspired more by the movie than the short okay. story, I would assume. Isn't Mimic about, like, giant bug things? Like giant insects that mm. can mimic oh. humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have uh, genetically engineered to uh, become their prey, so they can be more effective. Oh yeah, hunters. Yes. So about four or five months ago, I found a shit ton of movie posters in a dumpster. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I have like four copies of Mimic, like original one sheets. <laughs> if you want one. So that's why you knew everything about it. It was like, oh yes, Mimic, nineteen ninety seven, Guillermo del Toro. I saw it when I was a kid. Yeah, I remember, too, I remember being yeah. creepy when I was a kid, but who knows if it still holds up. I'm now in possession of four copies of the poster. And I think I have 13 copies of Young Guns, the Ooh. poster. Fucking mint. <laughs> 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 I thought about just frame. What if I just framed all of them and like hung them in my living room? Just invite people over and not say a word. Just uh a day that you're home and Alyssa's mm. not, just like just go through a whole thing where you just hang them up in random places. Yeah. Or like put like young guns in like the shower. That's when she opens <laughs> the shower. <laughs> well, we do have like kind of a, a desert westerny theme. And yeah. I kind of jokingly tried to talk her into it. I was like, come on, let me hang up one. Yeah. Just, I mean, it's Emilio, okay? Emilio. <laughs> I just thought it would be hilarious to invite somebody over and just don't even acknowledge that there's 13 Young Guns posters on the wall. <laughs> You're like, yes, this weather's crazy, huh? Yeah. I'm like, you really like Young Guns, huh? What's uh, that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's your, Young what do you Guns? Mean? Young Guns? What are you talking about? Never heard of. Is that, is that like an album? A band you like? <laughs> so anybody listening, if you want a poster, hit me up. I might be able to help you out. Anyways, Mimic. Mimic. Paul W.S. Anderson. When he's not being Mila Jovovich's boo thing, Mm -hmm. he's making movies. Making the movies. Are they still married? As far as I know. Okay. Yeah. They should be. Good on you, Paul. Good on them. Good on them. You make (laughs) movies that are okay at best, but they make lots of money (laughs) in the box office, so continue on with your success. I have a soft spot for the first Resident Evil. Yeah. First movie I ever bought on DVD. Really? Mm-hmm. Were you like, so just, oh my God, the 
picture quality looks so amazing <laughs> over this VHS tape that I have. I think so. Sounds I don't, right. I, can, I don't have to fast forward through trailers anymore. What is this new world? <laughs> Yeah, I kind of like that movie. Soundtrack's <laughs> good too by Marilyn Manson. No, it's really good. Us. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yep. Didn't you guys see the movie? I think I feel like you remember. I remember you telling me you saw it in theaters. I did. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking hype. <laughs> Anyways, uh, right. this is a TV series. It's a TV series that's being shopped around by Miramax Television. So mm-hmm. nobody has officially bought this yet, but Miramax, I guess, has the rights to it. So they're going to be like, hey, we got this. We're going to make this thing. Hopefully, a network or streaming service will buy it. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see. Cool, cool. Yeah. All right. So, Joe Wright, who directed Darkest Hour and Hannah and Pride and Prejudice, mm-hmm. he is directing his movie, Woman in the Window, which is a suspense thriller. It was a Fox movie. Okay. And it is coming. It was supposed to come out in May. Mm-hmm. It is now going to Netflix, and I just thought this was notable because it's the first one movie that I've seen kind of do this, that I feel like it's probably going to start happening more than we thought. So it was going to be released in theaters? In May. It was, you know, yeah. there's always like a, a movie every summer, like you get the older crowd to come in. It's not just superheroes and dinosaurs. Yeah. There's always that one I movie. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> there's always one big horror movie. <laughs> and one big move for the like uh, the over sixty years, you know. <laughs> oh, like uh, Dunkirk. Or yeah, like Dunkirk or what was that that movie where they uh, Foster Jenkins? I think oh, a summer movie. Uh, anyway, so yes. Anyway, it was supposed to come out in May, mm-hmm. but it was pushed back and pushed back, and then finally Disney was like, "All right, Netflix, you can have it. It'll be." This much money. It's got Amy Adams in it uh-huh. and Anthony Mackie and Gary Oldman in it. So it's a big cast and with a it's kind of a prestige director. So okay. I saw this and I was like, hmm. And it sounds kind of like a rear window thriller suspense kind of thing. So I was like, well, this might be the first one that falls. So, well, I hope we see more of that trend. Well, did you see what Dizzy's doing with Mulan? What was announced today? I did not. What are they doing? So, those bastards. Those bastards. Huh. Well, Mulan, if you have a Disney Plus subscription. Which I don't. Well, yeah. But a lot of people do. <laughs> okay. And if you have the, if you pay the, the subscription, you can buy Mulan for $30. And it's all, that's what I'm not exactly sure when that release date is. But this is a, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with this. Mm. Because it's a big movie. I don't, it was like a $200 million budget movie. So Disney's trying something new with their release thing, and you've got to have Disney Plus, and you've got to spend thirty dollars to rent it. But it's basically you can rent it forever, kind of thing. You pay once, and it's in your Disney queue for as long as you have Disney Plus subscription. Okay. So you're essentially paying thirty-seven dollars for Mulan, (laughs) but it's you're basically buying it. Yeah. Okay. So So it's a roundabout way of saying. You can buy Mulan. Yes. Now, granted, if okay. you don't have Disney Plus subscription anymore, then it goes away. Okay. It's going to be interesting to see if that is successful. Yeah. What else is going to happen with some of these other big movies like Black Widow or the new James Bond movie? Yeah. How that's, that's going to work out? I don't know. I will not be buying it, Jason. I don't think I'll be buying it either. But I just thought, huh, that's kind of interesting that to is see. Interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah. You hear that Halloween kills. Huh? How much money would you pay? Uh, like Amazon Prime says, Halloween Kills is coming to uh, for whatever for 
I don't know, $50. Would you pay $50 for it? If that was my only way to watch it, I mean, it's not my only way. I could visit a certain website sure, where you can put things in a locker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You figure it out? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd pay 50 bucks. All right. Why not? Hey, speaking of Halloween kills, here's a little bit of news for you. All right. Since, you know, obviously nothing's happened in the last week. David Gordon Green did say that Halloween Kills was not going to be a JLC-centric movie. Thank God. Yeah. (laughs) Bang. (laughs) You're dead. (laughs) He did say it's going to be a more more of a Haddonfield movie, like characters of Haddonfield. Okay. That's got me intrigued. You think it'll be kind of like a Frankenstein, like they're mobbing after Michael Myers to burn and kill him? Probably. All right. Maybe it'll be Halloween 4 and more Halloween 4 than Halloween 2. Hey. You know? Come on, Earl. I ain't closing that without a good goddamn reason. <laughs> Shit, Earl. It's Ted Hollister. Who wants to tell the man's wife? <laughs> Which was Loomis's fault, by the way. Again. Oh, it was absolutely. You haven't got a police force. <laughs> Doc, you just you just caused a... a <laughs> I got a town full of beer bellies running around with shotguns. <laughs> Who's going to be next, huh? Somebody's wife? Somebody's kid? Not on my watch. Can't stand by for that. Anyways. Uh, so, it's going to be a Haddonfield-centric movie, uh-huh. which I'm excited about. Yeah. The less JLC, the better. I, I don't know. Just, we've got, what, 17 movies of her already? What? <laughs> What if it's more? What's the his, her daughter or her granddaughter? Allison. Name? Yeah. What if it's the more Allison centric? Fine. Mm-hmm. We didn't see a lot of her in the first one. Has she done anything since? I haven't. I don't really seen think. much. I haven't really checked, but yeah, I don't blame her. I'll just be like, I'm good. I'm just gonna sit on the sidelines. Y'all just let me know when you're ready. <laughs> Stuck in Charleston. Oh no, yeah. they're in Wilmington. Never mind. Yeah. This one was in Wilmington. Yeah, I would like to see more of her. I think it's gonna be. More of the town in the second one than in the third one. Jamie Lee's out of the hospital and it's going to be the showdown. And that's when it's going to go full T2 Sarah Connor versus the T1000 in the factory. Mm -hmm. Get out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) Call to John now. (laughs) Call to Karen. I know this hurts. Yeah, Michael with a butcher knife in her shoulder. <laughs> call to Karen. It was the only thing he ever says, and it's call to Karen. <laughs> with his little vo- voice throat box like Kane did back in the day. <laughs> call to Karen. Oh, my God. I forgot that was a thing. And ugh. Wrestling's a weird Remember sport. Remember, that's uh, that was a thing back in the day. They were like, Kane's going to speak tonight on Raw. <sighs> Remember when he was him, Kane and The Undertaker were brothers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do, Jason. Those were the good old days. Oh, man. Anyways, Halloween Kills. Looking forward to it in 15 months or whatever. I'm not counting the days. but <laughs> <laughs> Every day I wake up and take out my marker, put a little X on the... On the wall. He's got on, on the wall. On the wall. <laughs> like, a, like a guy who's in like prison. Yeah. Like Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Taking your fingernail and just etching a little. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, man, I'm digging a little tunnel behind the wall that leads to the Alamo. <laughs> oh, Phil, he crawled through seven football fields of shit <laughs> just to get the Alamo for Halloween. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> All right. That's anyway, how COVID-19 started. That's how it started. All right, I got one last thing here. Oh, okay. Make it good. All right. Well, it's a pretty good one. All right. So, Keith Thomas, director of this movie called The Vigil. I've not seen it. I'm not sure if it's really been released yet. But Blum, Jason Blum has pitched him, and he has signed on for the new Firestarter movie. Oh, yeah. Which is, is the Stephen good. King mo- a book. It was previously a movie with Drew Barrymore. Yes. And the script, who Stephen King has said is a very good script, because Stephen King always says it's a very good script before it comes out. Uh was written by Scott Teams mm-hmm. of Halloween Kills. Oh, that's right. He co-wrote right. Halloween Kills. Okay. Well, he's okay in my book so far because he's like, hey, Halloween Kills, a little less JLC, more the town. <laughs> so, plus one so far, Scott Teams. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I've never seen Firestarter. Eh. Yeah. It's one of his lesser movies at the time. It was kind of one of those like, oh, this is, I mean, it's Drew Barrymore. It's, it looks kind of cheap, too. Yeah. I remember, like, even the VHS cover looked like shit back in the day. It was yeah. just like a picture of Drew Barrymore's face, like, kind of out of focus. I'm like, this looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll see. But he said it's got lots of heads catching fire and faces melting and all this good stuff. Because she's pyrotechnic in the movie. Pyrotechnic. Or she can start fire with her mind. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> she's like a white snake concert. She's pyrotechnic. You mean great white? Ooh. <laughs> oh, snap. snap. <laughs> Did you hear those dipshits just put on a concert and they're like, you don't have to wear a mask? Great white? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Boomer Fest. Six set. <laughs> <laughs> It's just uh, uh, rumors by the Eagles over and over again. <laughs> and ACDC songs. Yeah. Anyways, Firestarter. Yep. Cool. All right. So, yeah, that was pretty much all the news we've all had right. in the not, last couple of days. Not a lot of heavy hitters. A few bunts. Well, a few. Yeah. Some on bases. Some on, yeah, exactly. Your own base percentage is okay. <laughs> but your RBIs for the rest of the game are just kind of like, well, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like a bottom of the lineup, you know, like the seventh in the lineup. Yeah. Like, okay, we might get a couple of hits, but not a lot. You're here for your defense. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jason, you ready to talk about Hell House LLC? Yes. This is our first found footage horror movie. It is. Yeah. Which I'm okay with because typically I'm not a huge fan. I got to be honest, Jason. I thought, well... I was kind of surprised you picked this movie. Really? Yeah. I just don't really think it's your style. I was surprised when I was the first time I watched it. Okay. What'd you think about it on rewatch? I enjoyed it. I can already tell you you got <laughs> you got it behind your eyes. Like I thought this movie fucking sucked. You piece no. of shit. No. Why the fuck would you? No. <laughs> no. 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 It's not like that. Well, we'll talk about it. All right. <clears throat> Let's just jump on into it. Hey, Jason. <laughs> okay. Movie starts out with the they're interviewing different people. Yes. Okay. So this is like a documentary slash mm-hmm. found footage. Almost like something you'd see on the ID network. Oh yeah. 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 
So they're interviewing different people. There's news footage. Something has has gone down at this haunted house. We don't know what, though. In 2009. Yeah. So, yeah, October 8th, 2009, a haunted house. This is what it says on the screen. Haunted house opened its doors in Abaddon, New York. A small town outside New York City. Mm -hmm. Rockland County. Yeah. So you see, like, shots of this lady looking around a boarded-up hotel, and it shows, like, this YouTube video. They're doing, like, a walkthrough. I think they called it recovered YouTube footage or something, (laughs) which I found hilarious. (laughs) But you see a walkthrough, and people are there opening night, and then shit starts going wrong. Like, people are stampeding and, like, turning around and running out. So everybody's like, what the fuck's going on? So... And this is a real haunted house in Pennsylvania. In Lehigh. Yeah. I bet they hype that shit up so much. They're like, the it's the haunted house from Hell House LLC. Probably, yeah. yeah. I would think so. If it's I were the- them, I would. Milk that shit. Yeah, definitely. Apparently, the sequels are filmed in the same place. Yeah, I haven't seen the sequels. I've yeah. heard mixed things about. From what I've read, a lot of people say the third one's better than the second. I don't know. Okay. I'll watch them sometime. Yeah, what they said was it just went, you know, you go too much and you reveal too much, and mm-hmm. it just kind of makes all the mystique. Like, oh, okay, this is just not fun anymore. I just know everything. Yeah, I got you. Well, yeah, you see bodies being brought out on stretchers, and they play a 911 call. Cops don't want to speak about it. Apparently, yeah. they didn't say anything to the families either, which, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, well, that's certainly, uh, I don't think of a reason why that may or may not have happened. Yeah. Listen. What? Your family has been dead. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Can't tell you that. <laughs> it's classified information. It's class- <laughs> Your foster parents are dead. <laughs> There's a T2 reference. So the dude goes inside and he sees like blood on the floor. And he, they mentioned the stairs, like something happened in the stairs. Yeah, he was a stairs. photographer who decides he's going to sneak in because the cops are being so secretive about what everything's going on. Mm-hmm. And he sees the blood everywhere, but then he sees the blood on the stairs, and he's like, you could not pay me to go down there. I was I was done. Uh, oh, yeah. What do you think about like some of these uh, talking head actors? Now, the... Some of them are... Yeah, so the photographer is okay. Mm-hmm. You know, the the guy with the the mustache and the the beard, the bigger guy. Uh huh. He was like, "Hey, guy who's playing on some off Broadway, off Broadway, off Broadway play. <laughs> Can we get you to talk about some things real quick?" Yeah, yeah. So I mean, overall, mm-hmm. nobody's bad in this movie. It's yeah, not like awful acting, but some of it's like, eh, okay. Yeah. So we meet Sarah Havel. A member of the haunted house, and they reach out to her to give an interview. She's like, people would be shocked if they knew what was on the tapes. She <laughs> hands over a bag of tapes, and she says she doesn't know what's on them. VHS tapes? I guess. Shouldn't she hand over, like, SIM cards mm. from a GoPro? Well, I mean, I don't know. I guess it looks scarier. Hey, man. It's 2009. <laughs> I don't know if they... they- <laughs> Maybe it's Betamax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we see this is the like happy times. The four group, the four friends, the road tripping. So what do you think about the movie Hitch? 
Never seen it. Really? Never seen Hitch. It's really not that bad. I like Will Smith. I like Kevin James. Never seen the movie. Is it good? It's pretty funny. Okay. It's a you know mid two thousands rom com. Mm-hmm. So you got that, but it's it's funny. What were they talking about? They were just talking about if Hitch is a good movie or not. Oh, really? And Paul, because Paul's kind of an asshole. He thought it was bad. Oh, and Sarah okay. and Alex. Tony, Alex, because Alex Tony, the no, Alex, Alex and is like Mac. The, okay, Alex is like the leader guy. He's like pushing the haunted house. Yeah, Sarah is Sarah. You know who's that at the door? Is that Sarah? Is that Sarah at the door? <laughs> oh yeah, it's Sarah. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. I'm about to open this door for Sarah right now. Welcome to Danger Tainment. <laughs> so we got Sarah <laughs> and Tony. And Mac. Okay, I'll be honest. Like, it probably wasn't until like there's 20 minutes left in the movie where I finally got down. Like, okay, you're this person. Mm-hmm. You're this person. Yeah. You're all. You're four white dudes that kind of look the same. It's hard to keep up. Okay. Especially found footage. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So Alex is the the owner. Kind of. He's the Zuckerberg of the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's you know asshole and he's all about everything here. Flip flops and a hoodie. Yeah, exactly. Mac is the other one who's the kind of taller guy. Mm-hmm. He is the other kind of co-founder of the whole show. Mm-hmm. Then they've got Tony, who's kind of the, the handyman who fixes everything. He's the bro. Yeah. He's, he seems like the, like, a good dude. Yeah, exactly. You know, Tony. Tony's a good dude. Yeah, exactly. And Paul's that asshole who's like, you give the grunt work to that you don't want to do. Like he'll, you know, and you know he'll get to it. He's but the it's, horny one, Jason. Yeah, say so his. Gotta let you know. Hey, I like tits. Cool, dude. <laughs> did, did you like tits, bro? I like tits no too. High five. Man, I thought coming to this haunted house would be nothing but a tit <laughs> show. So it cuts back to the interview. Sarah says it took about a week to get the electricity going. Then we started staying the night in this place, and that's when things started to change. Ooh. And it says September 8th, 30 days to opening night. So, would you watch a movie called Love It or Listed? Love It or Listed, Haunted House Edition? Oh, yeah, sure. That's kind of what I saw. I was, that was the first thing I wrote down. I was like, when they're like walking through it the first time, it was mm-hmm. like, look at this place. Look at all these cool things we don't even have to decorate anymore. Call Chip and Joanna. Mm-hmm. First thing we're going to do, we're going to take out this wall. I'm going to tear this down. There's some beautiful shiplap behind this wall here. We're going to distress that, really mm-hmm. open up this space. Oh, gosh. You can hide the clowns behind here. Mm-hmm. Look at, oh, this is a perfect room for a mud room. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> mud room for the clown shoes. <laughs> Oh, you could hide the dead bodies under the staircase here perfectly. Oh my gosh, I've got a perfect place for the (laughs) hell room. (laughs) Yeah, I would totally watch that show. (laughs) Somebody make that. (laughs) So we see footage of everybody drinking at the bar. And I got a question. How lucrative are haunted houses? See, I thought about that too. I mean, not this year. Yeah, it's going to be pretty rough. I hope that's not your main source of income for yeah. for people. Maybe because they're in, they're based out of New York, NYC. Yep. And oh, thanks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey man, maybe it's New York, Covington. Who knows? Anyway, so maybe in certain circumstances, now obviously Halloween Horror Nights you can make a living from, but that's not that's a huge entity. But if somebody just some independent person's making, I don't know. You know? Yeah. Like we've got one. About 30 minutes from here that I went to last year, but mm-hmm. it's a huge farm, so it's a side thing that they do. They don't rely yeah. on that. Yeah. But I'm sure it makes a, a decent amount of money for them that they're probably going to lose this year, so I don't know. Yeah. 
I don't know. What do you think? Should we start a spook house, haunted house? Welcome to the spook house. Welcome to the spook house. Social <laughs> distancing method. Come to Phil's backyard. He'll spruce up his barn. <laughs> Five bucks a head. You want to watch him put uh, some repaint his shed out back? <laughs> it's horrifying. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> Please, somebody come help me. Look at me spackle. Look at me spackle. (laughs) So they're comparing living in Queens to their current country setting. And they, you know, they get all their security cameras rigged up. Later, the mustache guy, Paul. Yes. Camera guy, creepy guy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, He's talking to the camera about how he's horny. And he's bored, and somebody stares at him in the hallway and walks out. Yeah, this is the first kind of weird Ooh. thing, yeah. yeah. Now, actually, it's the second one, because this was the, one of the things that kind of did kind of drive me nuts. You know, when they're first going to the, the house, mm-hmm. you see like a hooded figure in the background of some room briefly, but oh, then yeah. it like pauses and rewinds, there's a big arrow. It was like, we got it. Mm. Oh, <laughs> we got it. Did you catch that, you dumb fucking idiot? <laughs> Let me just like put a little snippet here and highlight yellow, <laughs> and I'll screenshot it for you, and I'll email it to you and text it at the same time, just to make sure. So, who was staring at him in the hallway? Who was that? It was a cult member. Oh, really? later, yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't any of the the other folks. I don't think because okay. you never really know who it is. It could have been just some hobo who used to live there, but he realized mm. people had moved in. And he was like, "Gosh, I was... yeah." It's kind of creepy, though, but it also kind of reminded me, you know when you're like out drinking with your buds and everybody comes back to your place? Uh-huh. Have you ever had that one buddy who kind of sleepwalks, is really drunk? Have you ever had that happen? No. I Yes, I've seen that before. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw one who? guy. Well, we're not saying any names. <laughs> not saying any names. Yeah, oh, he's from back oh. where we're from. Oh, okay. But I remember him walking in. And peeing on somebody's bed. Whoa. Yeah. I've heard stories about that. That's so weird to me. Yeah. And it was like, hey, hey, go away, bud. You just go back to sleep. Oh, the bathroom's like, Oh. I mean, okay. I've had like some crazy nights before, but I've never, like, I've, you hear stories about people like pissing in the closet or. Oh, yeah. I've, I've seen that too. <clears throat> That's crazy. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> so the actors show up the next day Joey, Melissa, and Sam. Mm-hmm. They're kind of interviewing to be actors in this haunted house. How much do actors in haunted houses get paid? Well, I've told my haunted house story on the Ernest Scared Stupid Guy. Please, tell it again, Jason. Well, no, we don't have to worry about Just telling recap. it recap. Okay, so I was in a dog box. And <laughs> <laughs> a like, overalls with dirt all over them, and I screamed at people and jumped out of the dog box and ran after <laughs> folks. Huh? <laughs> oh that's great yeah it wasn't great but did you terrify some people i scared a couple people yeah oh yeah, yeah i was surprised <laughs> because it was like a stretch of woods that lasted i don't know a hundred yards if that not even that long so okay so throughout when did your shift start it was like i completely volunteered for this and i got there a little early so i get some makeup on where was this? Like, it was in Goldsboro. Okay, like, but who was hosting it? Was it like a... It was somebody. It was a friend of a friend. I did it for a favor. Okay. At was, like their house? No, no, no. It was at behind their office. I okay. exactly what it was for, but it was for like a charity thing. So it wasn't like a huge thing. I got you. And so I made zero dollars. 
Oh, wow. Big fat zero dollars. Now, my buddy bought me some beer, you know, but outside of that, I, you know, I I sat in a dog box for a couple hours. Did you just work the one night? Yeah, I I didn't go back the second night. I was like, that's that's enough. I've got something to do tonight (laughs) that doesn't involve me getting out of a dog box. Yeah. Do you remember uh-huh. Judgment House? I do remember Judgment I never went to Judgment House. Did you go to Judgment I House? I went a couple of times. Oh, wow. How was that? Okay. Oh, tell us what it is, yeah. Okay, so Judgment House yeah. still goes on, by the way. Are okay, you? it it's a church in Goldsboro, North Carolina, mm-hmm. and they convert this church to... It's not a haunted house. It's The setup is very similar to a haunted house. You're in a group of nine to ten people, and you're going to each room, and in each room, actors are playing out scenarios about like Jesus stuff. Like, yeah, I, dude, I went with um, I must have been like nine or ten, and I almost like had to get like leave because I, I was just trying not to laugh so hard. You're like, the, oh, it, <laughs> yeah, like nine or ten. You thought was that funny? Yes, it was hilarious. <laughs> But I remember one, like, there were uh, people talking about, like, getting saved or something, and the lights turned out, and then they turned back on, and, like, the clothes they were wearing were, like, in piles on the floor, (laughs) and people were like, oh, they got taken to heaven, and these are all Uh their clothes, and then they, like, turned to everybody in the room, they're like, see what happens if you don't, oh, oh, yeah, it's like, yeah, whoa, this is crazy, (laughs) (laughs) I've forgotten completely about Judgment House. Yeah, it still goes on. Well, it's a thing. Does it cost money to go? Or is it free? Or is Probably. It? I don't know. Uh-huh. Anyways, <laughs> Judgment House, check it out. <laughs> well, cut back to the interview. And the guy is saying that the first body the cops found was from a self-inflicted throat cut. Ooh. Yes. And they said the authorities tried to talk to Joey, but he won't speak. And nine days later, he hanged himself. So, ooh. Yeah, I was kind of like, okay. Because some of the news beads they do, Mm -hmm. after this happened, then this happened. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. yeah. That was the thing that really drove me the most crazy about this movie. And I get why they did it. Because I couldn't. Could you find a budget for this movie anywhere? I looked as hard as I could, but I could not find like a a Uh, number anywhere. No, I didn't see one, actually. Hmm. It was made for the cheap. Yeah. Oh. Well, the camera guy walks in on new girl being interviewed and they're they're like discussing the local history. Um this is when you first find out that some things may have been happened previously in this house. Yeah, but it's nothing's really ever explained like what happened in this house. Like why is the, it? the sequels or what it really. really it was always envisioned apparently to be three movies. Okay. So you really find out more about what was going on. But what you find out is that the owner of the Abaddon Hotel, Andrew Tully, was a probably a cult member who sacrificed some of his guests. Mm. And after this rumor got out, and the cops couldn't pin anything on him, yeah, a woman and, and her daughter disappeared, and the cops were questioning him, and but the whole town didn't believe him, so he hung himself, hanged himself. Oh, yeah, <laughs> hanged is specifically when you're talking about a person past present. Jason is 
correcting my English. What a day. <laughs> <laughs> my well, 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 how the turntables. Yeah. So <laughs> I talk well. <laughs> In 1989, he hung himself. What would you think about the little photo of him hanging himself? I, I laughed. Yeah, I laughed. <laughs> and he, he, me and him really enjoyed this movie. We both do, but we both we got got to it this time. And we were like, we both busted out laughing. Some things you don't need to see. Yeah, and I mean? that is chief well among them. <laughs> yeah, chief among them. All right, September 21st, 16 days opening night. Uh, they're talking about the creepy clown prop, the horny camera guy, Paul, hears a noise, so he goes to investigate, and all the guys like heard a scream in the house, so they're all woken up, and then they go to the kitchen, and they're hanging out with the new guy, and he does that weird eyeball trick. They got him from a gas station. He really did that, by the way. Yeah. That's, that's gross. Yeah. That's Ooh. not sanitary. Yeah. That's how you catch the COVID. It is. You don't touch your face. Pouch told me that. Uh, <laughs> so he walks down through the house, and he sees the clown looking down the stairs. Yes. I got to say, this little part here, I was like, okay, you got me. Yeah. That was a little creepy. Did you watch this movie in the dark like I told you to? Uh, yes, for okay. the most of it. All right, because I know, obviously, you got to write notes. You can't just be like... I had to finish it last night in between each period during the Canes game. Oh, snap. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, man, when you're busy, you got to do Oh, I, I do. I, sometimes I watch these movies on my lunch break because it's like, okay, this is when you got to get it in. Yeah. <clears throat> you got to get it in, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, I got to say, the uh, the little clown looking down the stairs, this part was... Creepy. Good yeah. design. Yeah, of the clown. It's a. It's cool because when he's looking at the, the down the stairs and he thinks it's uh Joey. Yeah, he thinks it's Joey. One but, of them. Yeah, and then he looks back at the clown. The clown's looking right at him. Mm-hmm. Now that's it's pretty creepy. Yeah, pretty creepy. And then he walks back. That's right. He walks down. And it's like it's just a dummy. So he runs up. And he's like, "What the fuck?" And yes. So they review the tape and. Ooh. They still think it was a prank. They still think it was a prank, bro. Yeah. September 26, 11 days to opening, Jason. 11 days. 11 days. That's a big landmark, 11 days. <laughs> so they do the strobe test thing, and you see the policies, like the ghoul thingy. Yeah. I guess it's kind of cool. I kind of liked it. Yeah. Yeah. And he actually threw up because of the strobe light, like in real life. Yeah. So that was straight vomit you got to see. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like tensions in the group. Paul's like, hey, shit's not right. Mm-hmm. We need to get the fuck out of here. Yada, yada. Exactly. Alex is the one that's like pushing forward and trying to like, you know, make this thing happen. So later that night, the clown appears at the stairs and they see Sarah in the basement. Yes. They go downstairs and this part's pretty good too. Yeah. I think we're in the best part of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, this this right here, this chunk. So they see Sarah down in the basement and she's talking all creepy and she wakes up crying. Yeah. Clown reappears. They run back upstairs and they're in the dining room. Now, what did they see in the dining room? I didn't catch. It was all so the candles had been lit. Like it looked like the picture and this is why they put the picture in there because the candles were lit and there was kind of like the 
plating around there. Uh huh. So steel, that picture was fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised it didn't say uh, uh have like some dumb like eighties not eighty nine saying on the back of it like choose life or whatever. <laughs> Frankie says relax. <laughs> and but that's what it was, and they so they saw that from the picture, and then they mm. freaked out and they ran away, and then of course the clowns back showing up, mm-hmm. and they run upstairs, and that's kind of the end of the scene. Okay, so I think around this part of the movie, this is like the kind of the best part of the movie. This little midsection, yeah, because you find that with a lot of found footage, ghost movies fall into this trap often. Usually the subtle lead-up parts are the best parts. Yeah. Because you can do creepy stuff, and it's very subdued and makes you feel a little eerie and ooh. Mm-hmm. However, in the last act, when it's like, okay, all this creepy stuff has happened, we got to, it's time to go out with a bang. What are we going to do? Is <laughs> it going to be a a physical manifestation, like something that starts attacking people? Yeah. Like, they have to do something. And that's usually where these movies fall apart. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Kind of like uh, The Others, where they're doing creepy stuff. Did it see? I, or the, the I thought twisting. that handled it well. Yeah, yeah. I, it, for me, it just felt like uh, very 2001. It didn't age that well when I saw that. I got to say, I think that movie is uh, a good example of how to handle a ghost story because uh-huh. they didn't go like full-on apparition. And, oh, Ooh. yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, it's know? it's very subtle. It's subdued movie. They didn't be like, uh, hey, let's uh, have Owen Wilson's head get ca- chopped off like in The Haunting. The Haunting. Oh. Remember that movie? And remember how <sighs> dumb that movie got? Yeah, I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah. Was he like, oh, wow. <laughs> There's this crazy lion thing coming at me. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So Paul is talking to the camera. He's visibly upset. He wants to leave. He goes to bed. Then he wakes up, and the girl. There's a girl in his room. Who's this young lass? It's just I don't know if it's supposed to be the girl <laughs> from the. I thought it story. was. Uh, I thought it was. Is that Sarah? Is that Sarah at the door? <laughs> I, I it's kind of funny because he like goes to sleep and he's talking then he turns the camera back on I love that's perfectly framed with her in the back of it mm-hmm. I was like well, it was okay. a little creepy yeah it also reminded okay so he sees the girl uh huh and also, obviously he freaks out because that's what you do yeah and he get, he get the classic move put the blankets over your head nothing can get you that's it's, right it's a fact it's a mm-hmm. fact and then he opens it again and it's coming closer mm-hmm. and then and you know it, he opens it again. It's right there at you. This reminded me of when I used to be on Ambien for sleeping stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, I used to have an Ambien prescription. So my buddy <laughs> that I was living with, Josh, at the time, he okay. loves to tell this story. Okay. So my bedroom was uh, connected to the den. And usually I would take Ambien, nothing would happen whenever I, you know, I just go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, I would get to, uh, get to the Roman a little bit. Oh, God. So Josh <laughs> was... On the couch with like his laptop on his chest a little oh, bit, you know, like yeah, you know, you've been there, everybody sure. has a laptop. And he was watching TV and he says he's he's like looking the laptop and my door just opens so just very subtly. <laughs> and then the very next thing he sees is be like army crawling across the dead. <laughs> <laughs> and like trying to be really, really sneaky about it. 
And then like crawling up to the couch and just putting my head peeking right over his laptop and just staring at him. Oh and then army crawling back in my <laughs> bed. Did <laughs> you all remember doing this? I actually do remember doing this. At the time when I was ambient adult, it sounded uh-huh. like the best idea ever. Oh, so you just thought like, okay, I'm about to fuck with him and like just do something weird. No, I was kind of like, you, a, I was out of it. So you, it was like being super drunk on Ambien. Okay, so this wasn't a conscious decision to do this. Not exactly. Well. No, okay. it was it was sort of sleepwalking. He said I had this the dumb dumb smile on my face when I came over his laptop. I'm kind of unsettled right now. Yeah, this is he, really creepy. Yeah, he loves to tell the story. <laughs> Oh my god! Just <laughs> please don't ever do that in my house. <laughs> no, I haven't taken Ambien in a long time. Well, <laughs> Paul is missing, so they they call him on the phone. It was his fax number, I guess they dialed. Yeah, there's a loud screeching noise. I do that daily, and it drives uh, me crazy. You ever caught a fax number before? No. Remember when you had dial-up internet? And I do. Yeah, it's like that, but it's like right in your earlobe and it hurts. Oh yeah, I, I know the noise, but is it necessary for this? This just felt a little hokey. Yeah. Oh, scary noise. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you hear a piano playing downstairs. And they walk down. Piano stops. They're looking for Paul, and there's a little mannequin at the piano. Yeah, and the clowns are following them. They keep moving. Yes. And they find Paul in the basement. Mm-hmm. Blair Witch style. Yeah. So would you like the, the clowns and the heads kept moving at them to look at them? That was pretty creepy, I thought. Yeah, it was pretty creepy. I mean, it's just a couple of juggalos for life hanging out. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of looked like... Um, Wrinkles the Clown. Oh, yeah, I can see Have that. Have you watched that documentary? I haven't watched I watched... The other one that they say it was the the clown apocalypse was based on. I talked about it on mm. the episode, but I didn't see Wrinkles. Have you watched Wrinkles yet? No. How interesting can it be? That's kind of what I was feeling like too. It's like for an hour and a half, really. Yeah, you know, like a ten minute news segment. Sure, I'll yeah. watch it. Even like an E sixty documentary like, that lasts like thirty be, minutes. Is there going to be some big revelation? You know, they paid me to scare their kids because they're bad. Does he like kill a kid or something? Or? I don't know. It's you Florida. Know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> Report back your findings. Okay. I might do that, actually. <laughs> well, they find Paul in the basement. All the guys are yelling at each other, and one of them rage quits. That was Tony. Tony, okay. So Tony, Tony rage quits. Tony is out of there at this point. Does he get killed? Yeah, they all do. Wait, that's right. Tony does. Yeah. He comes back. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Uh, Matt grabs Tony aside, and he tells him what tells him what's up. Yeah, so now you got like the scene in the field. Apparently, this is um explained in the sequels. I actually did Google this. So what happened was in the se- would you want me to tell you? Sure. Like, okay. So Alex had taken the company's money mm-hmm. and he invested it in something that went belly up. So he lo- basically lost all the company's money. Oh. And only person that knew this was Max. Sarah didn't know this because Alex and Sarah are together. Mm-hmm. So even Sarah didn't know this. And so Mac told Tony mm-hmm. that that was what was up and we desperately need you. Without this, we can't go. Gotcha. So that's what that whole thing was. And that's supposed to kind of tie like why everybody is still there, even though shit's getting bad. I gotcha. Okay. 
Sarah's answering more questions about the opening night, and we finally get to opening night. Yeah. People are lined up. Mm-hmm. Paul's still asleep. Yeah. Yeah. He's a little little Garfield out there. Yeah. They do uh, final touches in the basement with uh, Melissa, the actress. Mm-hmm. She's tied up, and she's like, yeah, you can cut my shirt open. Okay. And Max, like, who okay. cares? With my hands tied above my head. In a dark room yeah. where strangers are going to be walking by. Well, okay. that's, why, that's why Joey was there to protect her. Okay. But Joey doesn't do a great job. No, he doesn't. <laughs> so they have YouTube footage mixed in here. Yeah. They start letting people into the haunted house. You see Joey the clown run out of the basement while <laughs> Melissa is screaming. He's running, by the way. He looked like an old like 40-year-old guy. He's <laughs> like, I got to go take a shit at the Barnes & Noble. Oh, my God. <laughs> So people start stampeding and they go back down to the basement and you see the Undertaker and his goth gang all surrounding Melissa. Oh man, I miss those days. Remember when he kidnapped Stephanie McMahon and like put her on the big cross? Well, was this before or after she got married? She was supposed to get married to Test. But then... (laughs) (laughs) Remember that whole storyline? Yeah. This was like 98 Taker. Oh, man. So, so, yeah, he was very goth at that point. Oh, yeah, super yeah. goth. They run upstairs, and is that Alex hanging? I think it's Alex. Alex is the one that's hanging <clears throat> in the attic. Okay. So, yeah, Max, yeah. Max getting, Mac and Sarah are running around, and they're getting people out. Okay. Now, Mac lets a lot of people out, but the door shuts, and he's locked in. He finds Sarah. They try to run out. Uh, it's like, oh, gosh, it's Sarah. We got to go up in the attic, Sarah. Hey. We gotta go up in the attic. <laughs> Deckard's like texting her, like, oh, don't go in the basement. They're in the house. Run. Yeah. Oh, man. Deckard shows up from one of the deleted scenes. I'm Deckard. <laughs> Remember me? Remember me, my palm pilot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's, uh. uh well, yeah. And then the cult members in the attic. They oh, come. The... You see, well, no, you see a little bit. From this, they yeah. get to Mac. Alex has already been hanging. Uh huh. They get to Mac. You, 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 I don't know if you really see what happens to Mac. You know, they just kind of kill him or they mm-hmm. knock him down. Yeah. And then Sarah runs out. And then it goes to Sarah being interviewed still. And she's kind of like, I can't. That's right. I need a break. Yeah. Like uh, Dr. Wynn and the gang in the robe show up in the attic. <laughs> so they jump out of the window. They for got no the reason. magic acorns in the. Yeah. <laughs> Where is she? Where's Sarah? <laughs> Doctor Win- Doctor Loomis, you know that won't stop Michael. I feel like I've been drugged. Oh, we have. Where's Sarah? <laughs> so Sarah is telling her story. She just she leaves because she wants to take a little break. Yeah. So she recommends the crew visit the house. She's like, you should really go to the house and check it out. Blah blah blah. It looks really good this time of year. Yeah, and she's like, if you need me, I'll be in room 2C. Now, they think it's in the hotel that they're doing this interview at. Oh, but first, it, it, you know, it says on the screen, Mitchell stays behind to catalog the footage. Yes. And what he saw was disturbing. (laughs) So, you see Paul kill Sarah, and Sarah is dragged off. Yes. Camera. 
By the way, these glitches kind of drive me nuts. Yeah, I really especially the one glitch where it it goes back real quick to the very beginning when they were in the car and it was the happy time. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's so tragic, and then happy time and back to tragic. Look how happy Sarah was it's back like, in that. Doesn't fucking happen. Just that's, talking about hitch doing hitch things. Yeah, <laughs> that's not how glitches work. Yeah. Anyways, and then also, Paul grabs a piece of glass and he cuts his throat. Also. That's right. Yes. Yep. So the camera crew, this is back in real time now. Yes. The camera crew arrives at Leslie Vernon's house. <clears throat> um, <laughs> that's a good movie, okay? <laughs> that's a great movie. <laughs> Only keep animals I can eat. Uh, don't people just jump out of the window? You would think so, but no. (laughs) (laughs) So they look around. The camera guy doesn't want to go into the basement. So they find room 2C, not to be confused with Billy and 4C. Dumb and dumber. Okay. (laughs) Never. It's been so long since I've seen Dumb and Dumber. That was for me. I'm going to edit it out just to teach you a lesson. (laughs) Well, they open the door and Sarah is sitting on the bed looking out the window. She turns around. She's kind of creepy. Yeah. Yeah. And then the cloaked figures in the room, like Dr. Wynn and everybody, they, they lunge at her. Yeah. Where's Michael Myers at with that giant serrated like, <laughs> turkey carver? <laughs> what was that knife? Oh. I mean, we waxed, oh. we, we waxed philosophic about that knife <laughs> okay. in our ACs, but I'm still, what kind of oh. surgical knife was that thing Oh, for? you're talking about in the surgery room? Yeah. I don't know. It was this whoop ass knife. That's what it was. It looked like a like a police baton that had serrated edges on it. <laughs> yeah. Michael picked that up and looked at it. He was like, This'll do. <laughs> Got a good weight to it. The- That'll do, pig. That'll do. <laughs> oh man. So uh the cloaked figure people, they lunge at the camera. There's more glitching that doesn't actually happen. And remember when we're like, hey, you don't have to you don't have to do this. It shows a picture of the gang, and it says, To this day, the tragedy at the Abaddon Hotel remains a mystery. <laughs> Roll credits. And it's that piano music that they were playing. Yeah, that's right. They tried to make that a thing. I bet it makes a reprise in the sequels. Probably. That's going to be like, ooh, bad yeah. stuff's going to happen. Yeah, I don't, because I know the third one's a Shutter exclusive. It's a, thir- it's a Shutter joint. I don't okay. know about the second one. <laughs> Shutter joint. <laughs> Yeah, all right, Jason. So, 10 points of scale. What do you give it? Seven and a half. Yeah. Wow. I really enjoy this movie. You gave The Prowler. Six and a half. No, there are some people that are going to say blasphemy. Well, I mean, hey. Is this like from an entertainment perspective? Yeah, this is exactly what I mean, that's what I do most of my ratings on. You know, I mean, granted, there's some movies I watch that are like, okay, this is just really, really good film. Mm -hmm. But this is, you know... cheap horror movie that I yeah. get some ent- entertainment out of. Yeah, I will give it a five. All right. I'll give it a five. All right. I mean, there's some genuinely creepy moments. Yeah. Mainly towards the middle of the film. Yeah. Um, Towards the end, it, like you're, I like the lead up, like what happened at the opening night, that's the big mystery. Mm-hmm. And you see it, and it's like, what did happen? People just run and 
where people, I don't know, you help me out, Jason, what the fuck happened? It was Tolly, the guy who owned the place previously, he had started a cult, and the cult members- So are these real people? No, they're like from hell. Oh. Yeah. Okay. They're hell members. Oh. Yeah. From the Cult of Thorn. From the Cult of Thorn. That's right. And Dangertainment. Come brought to you. <laughs> the, the Halloween 6 Resurrection crossover we always wanted. <laughs> Didn't need it all. <laughs> Miss Blankenship pulling all the strings. Tyra Banks making Hello, a whipped dear. cream coffee cup. Yeah, she's making a, she's making a frappuccino for uh, Miss Blankenship. <laughs> That's where all the drugs were in that they got to him. Just like, would you like this ice cream? <laughs> oh boy, um, the clown, creepy. Yeah, the acting, but nobody's like awful in it. No, like, it felt natural that they were friends. I don't know if they were or not. They could. Yeah, been. there's good chemistry between the four of them. I think. Yeah, and I just, I mean, I thought even though a lot of this movie is kind of a cliche, you know, like the clowns, you know, a creepy clown, and mm-hmm. then you got weird. I thought they pulled it off well, especially knowing that the limitations that they had, because this was yeah. shot pretty cheaply. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought I appreciated that a lot, and I thought it was—I mean, I thought it had some it had some genuinely creepy, creepy moments in, in this movie. Yeah, it's uh, it's not one you're gonna write home about, but it's it's good. Yeah, give it a watch if you haven't, or you can just listen to us talk about the entire movie. Yeah, either or. or. Hey, man, it's like an hour and a half, and it's literally streaming on like everything. It's on Prime it's and on Tubi. YouTube. It's on YouTube. Yes. Is that what you watched it on? This is the most accessible movie ever. Yeah, it's, it's on, on fucking everything. Yeah, it is. So, <laughs> if you want to watch it with commercials, or you want to watch it without commercials, yeah. Well, while we're kind of talking about found footage, have you seen the taking of Deborah Logan yet? I have not yet. Okay, you need to watch that because if you like this, I think. I think that movie is a lot better than this. Okay. So give it a watch is what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. I'm not picking it for this month, but okay. But give it a watch. Right. I hope you know I want to like dislike both your movies out of spite now. <laughs> I don't dislike. Okay. I don't dislike either one of your picks. I, yeah. I like The Prowler. I like this. All right. You gave them both fives. I okay. Know. No, 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 no. Just let me. If you like next week, you've got to watch one of them. You've got to sit down next week and watch one of them. Which one are you going to watch? Probably this, because I'm assuming I would watch it. I don't know. Yeah, I'll I'll go this. Okay. All right. Yeah. Or Jason, or uh, probably a thirteenth part six. Part six. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, bro. <laughs> Part five. Come on, cuz. Uh, maybe part five because it's been a very long time since I saw that. And you get the enchiladas pooping, singing, singing. Yeah, there you go. Ooh, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, we are definitely starting to ramble now. Yeah, we are. Good movie. Good pick, Jason. I enjoy it. Yeah. Well, what are we doing next week, Jason? We are doing your first pick, which is John Dies at the End. That's right. It is streaming on... I know it's on Tubi. It is on Tubi. I don't know about any other. It might be on Prime or Netflix or Hulu or something, but I know for a fact it is on Tubi. Yes, it's T-U-B-I. Give it a download. It is a good app. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff on there. Better horror selection than Netflix. I don't even know. Right? Yeah, I don't... Netflix is... The Green Inferno is on there. That's like the only horror movie. (laughs) 
Still haven't seen that one. I need to see it. And there's yeah. I got a, a buddy who keeps telling me I need to watch it. Just some so. people love it, some people hate it. Yeah, it's Eli Roth. You yeah, know? it's pretty much how everything he does. I think he gets unjustly shit on. That's like a Eli Roth. Oh fuck that guy. No, I don't. Like I think he's fine. I like him yeah. and stuff. Some of his movies are just like, Bleh. some of his movies are okay. What's he done lately? Like in the last five years, he did Knock Knock, and he did. Oh, the Keanu movie? Yeah, the Keanu movie. He did two movies that year. I think yeah. maybe it was Knock Knock and Grand Inferno that came out the same year. I don't remember. But yeah, he's still Save doing stuff. for Eli Roth month. Oh, no, he did that Bruce Willis Death Wish remake that apparently is pretty awful. Really? Yeah. Never heard of it. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll talk about it at some point. Yeah. No, we won't. Not Death Wish. Maybe some yeah. Green Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> so give John Dies at the End a watch on Tubi. And we appreciate you listening. Thanks for sticking with us. If you got a minute, give us a review on iTunes. Leave us five stars. It makes me and Jason very happy, right, Jason? It really does. It That's makes right. my day. Like I, I I check it like seven times a day on iTunes. Like, did we get a new rating? <laughs> did we get a new rating? Come on. <laughs> Make Jason happy. Leave a review. All right. Well, we will catch you guys back here next week. Till then, I'm Phil. I'm Jason. And this has been the Spook House. LLC. <laughs> <laughs>